Brought to you by Sweat Equity Fitness, Film Buffs and Gym Rats is a film review podcast featuring three mutual friends coming together to discuss, debate, and share all things movies. From Oscar winners and personal favorites to trailers and news, join us as we experience film the way it should be, together. Coming up today, Jackie Brown. first time we're ever actually recording welcome to the show everyone thank you for having me hi <laughs> so today we're doing jackie brown and why are we doing jackie brown well i guess you guys said i had first dibs so <laughs> yeah, i mean ferris queen of the castle that, that's appropriate. <laughs> i picked jackie brown because i am obsessed with all tarantino I Fair. think he's a fantastic writer, director. He's probably a cool guy, but I don't know him personally, so I can't really <laughs> quite say. But um, I had actually only seen the movie. This would be my second time because, unfortunately, I fell asleep the first time I attempted to watch it. Nice. Same with the third time. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of get into the, I guess, nitty-gritty of it, because what more of a badass movie? Like many of his movies, he's got a woman who kind of runs the fucking show. Yeah, and no doubt. Yep. You no know, doubt. so well Respect. done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not, right? Like, yeah. what? So, yeah, it was my first time seeing it, and I've seen a lot of Tarantino's films. And then I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of this movie. And this kind of reminds me of this movie of his. Yeah. And I go, oh, this is actually the third one he's done. And because he did Reservoir Dogs, then he did Pulp Fiction, then he did Jackie Brown. But yeah. how many times have you seen it? This is my second time seeing it. Oh, this is your second time yeah. seeing it. All right. All right. All right. I and saw it. Like, I think I saw it like peak 2020, like COVID bullshit. Oh, yeah. Fully locked down. Yeah, that's when I watched it. And yeah. I enjoyed it the second time, actually, more than the first time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think when you watch his movies, you get more kick out of them when you watch them multiple times. Because you pick up on things that mm. you didn't see the first yeah. time. Yeah. So I I really like that about all of his movies. And like you said, like there's little things about this movie that you can kind of pinpoint in all the other movies. And like that's why there's like that quote-unquote like Tarantino weird... like. <laughs> thing that he's got that yeah. like meshes all his movies together and whatnot. They're all in the same universe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like. Oh, that is a theory, eh? Yeah. yeah I like speculate all the movies take place in the same world. Like what was inside the briefcase of Pulp Fiction? Oh, the big MacGuffin. I don't know. Right, and like they have the same briefcase and Reservoir Dogs, and you know, like mm. all these things, and you never know what it is, which is awesome. So you get mm -hmm. to speculate on 10,000 different ideas. So there's 10,000 different theories about it. But I think that's what makes it also fascinating. Well, Sam Jackson is like almost in every one of his films. So it must that's be just true, an eh? ancestor of his character then because he's in oh. uh, The Western. I forget what that one's called. Oh, no, he's in both Late. of them. Hateful Eight and uh, Django. Django. Yeah. So yeah. He plays big parts in those. Exactly. I, most of them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting you say that because Christopher Nolan once said, he goes, the true sign of a great movie is that every time you watch it, you pick up something new. Ew, yeah. So you're always seeing the same movie, but it's like you're watching it for the first time over and over again because yeah. he says, 
or you theorized perhaps you changed things in your life changed yeah and that's given you a different perspective and now you enjoy it on a different level a thousand percent Mm -hmm. yeah it's exactly that there you go so completely disregarding jackie brown what was in the briefcase in pulp fiction I don't know. I don't know either. I, I like I would like to think it's some weird kind of like gold jewelry of sorts. Mm. Because like when you see Marcellus Brown, he's kind of like this gaudy, you know, mob boss, gangster kind of guy. Yeah. And then Reservoir Dogs, like they're they are robbing like a jewelry store or something like that. Too, I think that's right? true. Actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like when you think about it, I immediately think nice shiny things mm. that's my first go-to thing i do love nice shiny things who doesn't <laughs> it's like one of the questions that are unanswered right and in these yeah. movies it's right probably the most popular one of all of his films yeah you both also have a lot of nice shiny things on dj cow the jewelry <laughs> you know, I'm the best you in the house. You're out of here. No, sure, bro. No, I'm just saying because, like, I'm yes, here. And I'm like, I never have the best view. Because you guys are both like fun, charming, intelligent, strong people. But I'm like, you guys are both really pretty. Oh, oh dude. From <laughs> little Italian but, stallion. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's oh, right. Hey, oh, you know. So basically, our initial reactions of this film. We'll start with Jocelyn because it's your film. Hit us with it. What did you like? What did you think really stood out? Okay. So I took notes while I watched this for the second time. Nice. Um, Because I just wanted to get like so into it. But first of all, I kind of loved the whole aesthetic of everything of Mm -hmm. it. Like, you know, it's shot... In what the late nineties? It came out in ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, I think around there. Um, yeah. I think I think I have the release date here somewhere. Yeah, it was released in theaters December twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. I mean, the budget was twelve million dollars, and I think it ended up making. Now I could be wrong, but I think it ended up making over seventy four million. Which is Overall. funny, like at that time, they were probably like, whoa, gangbusters, but now you're like, only $74 yeah. million, dog shit. Right. But for that time, that was probably huge numbers. But I think it only, like that first while, it only made like 39 because it was very overlooked mm. because it was living under Pulp Fiction's shadow. There wasn't uh, as much like kind of gore violence in it that there was in his previous films. Right. So like even when uh, Louis like shoots Marcella, like, yeah. you don't see it. You just see the blood splatter on afterwards, That's yeah. you know, or even when Samuel Jackson shoots De Niro in the van, you just kind of see the afterfacts on the it. windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you don't see a lot of it. So I, I love that about it, too, because there's like a lot of mystery in it. Mm-hmm. And what really kills it for me, too, is the beginning shot of it is how they shot it in the very, very, very classic LAX terminal yes. of the... Wall, colorful wall. I've been in that terminal myself. I had to take a selfie at it. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, this is... How many likes did the selfie get? Uh, I, I didn't post it. I mean, I'm terrible at posting on my oh. Instagram, to be honest. For the record, it would have got all of them. <laughs> People would know, like, oh, Jackie yeah, Brown. They would have been like, oh, LAX, intro yeah. to Jackie Brown. There There's we go. so many movies that are tied into that very historic, just freaking hallway yeah so i love that about it i love that jackie brown is this very kind of quiet girl boss Mm -hmm. kind of 
aura to her. She's herself. badass though. Absolutely. Like, like she's got no fear. Oh no, none whatsoever. She gives zero fucks. Yeah. Are you about to say? Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. I think, I think, <laughs> like I don't know so much about Zach, but I'm like, okay, we have this Costa Rican chica here, and me who can't go two seconds without saying fuck. Come on. Man. So I think yeah, I think this is gonna be uh, a swearing show. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just loved her like whole look to herself, and even how she has like her hairstyle. It's like this beautiful like Hollywood wave kind of thing, half up, half down. She's got. Her blue eyeshadow that matches her like blue flight suit. Mm, yeah. Like the whole aesthetic about it draws me right in, which kills me that I've only seen this twice. Yeah. And yeah. I will mention, um, not to cut you off, but yeah. so Jocelyn is like the most, actually along with you, Zach, very fashionable knowledge of things that look awesome. So I'm not surprised <laughs> that like you picked up on that. I I was obsessed with all of it. I have to say also, I hated, and I mean hated Samuel Jackson. Yes, like gross, gross, gross oh, great thing. Yeah. I was oh. like, what is that? <laughs> I just wanted to cut it off. Even his hair too, like yeah. it's like because he's kind of he's not balding. But his weird kind of skullet thing he's got going on. Yeah, and, and like there's one scene where he has it straight and like. Down. It's gross. It's not in a ponytail and it's like so greasy. Totally. T towards the end of the film, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, but that's perfect that you say that though, because greasy is like his character. It, that's what I'm saying. Throughout the mm -hmm. whole movie, both him and De Niro, they're bums. Yeah. They're dressed like bums. They're acting like bums. Yeah. They don't do much. Yeah. They're yeah. total shitbags. Like, you know, yeah. like you don't want to like them. No, not at all. Like, I kind of liked De Niro at first because I was like, oh, you know, he's this like hardcore dude, robbed yeah. a bank. Yeah. He's in jail. Which, now that I think about it, the whole robbing bank, is that like a uh, Reservoir Dog reference too? I mean, it certainly could be. Like, he's not know. part of the crew though, was he? No, but it wasn't no, a bank. No, De Niro it wasn't, wasn't a in Reservoir Dog. No, yeah, you're right. But no, it could he be wasn't. like a little acknowledgement. But so. yeah, but you're right. It also wasn't a bank either. I'm pretty sure it was oh, a yeah, that's right. Jewish story. Yeah. But either way, they were both locked up. You know, they came in because in Reservoir Dogs, they also talk about the one character getting locked up and he's out. Right. Oh my gosh, what's his face? It, it'll come back to me. We're after. talking about this movie, Jocelyn. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, but so they're both like kind of on the couch. The guy's getting high with Melanie because he's mm -hmm. like, oh, I just got out of jail. This hot chick's throwing me a bong. Like, yeah. let's hit it up. Like, yeah. but their look makes you want to like hate them more, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely evokes an emotion for sure. Plus, Samuel Jackson character he doesn't even own a house he just bounces around to the girls that he has set up in different places <laughs> like that's melanie's apartment that they chill in for most of the movie right and then he has like that other girl in compton who's like doing a show for de niro's character <laughs> yeah. he's sitting there and he doesn't yeah. even, he's like oh is she doing that show for you he's like yep yeah, yeah. Just doesn't even care about it honestly when i was watching it i thought holy shit robert de niro was basically just being peak giving an interview Robert De Niro, just kind of nodding and yeah. doing that thing with it. Like for the first 45 minutes of the he doesn't do or say anything. He doesn't say much at right. all. He's just like, great, you talk. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just be here. And but then he smashes her for three minutes of glory. Yeah. And then he gets like a beer. <laughs> you want a beer? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because for a character that doesn't say much, he plays such a significant role, mm -hmm. you know? Which yeah. It's crazy. Speaking of his role, like obviously the, my kind of favorite scene is in the parking lot 
when yeah. she's like annoying the shit out of him. Oh yeah. Liz. <laughs> and she's being a real yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, just being a thorn in his side and he said like he was like, Don't say another word. Yeah. And she was like, Okay, sorry, like basically apologizing. Mm-hmm. And then he just fucking just guns her down. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I shot yeah. her in the stomach and then in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she deserved to die like that? Do you think she deserved that kind of death? Yeah, I mean, she's pretty stupid. I mean, like, <laughs> realistically, if you're going to hang out with those kind of guys, your life expectancy gets cut in like a quarter yeah. of what it should be, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I was going to go philosophical and say, who am I to decide who deserves uh, to die? So Jocelyn's like, no, no, no. She deserves to die. You don't talk like that to Bobby. You don't talk like that to De Niro. Honestly, there was a lot of, because I had no real prior knowledge of the film, I was surprised that all of a sudden I literally had no tear that said, holy shit, Chris Tucker. Holy shit, Batman. Yeah. Look how young Batman looks. Yeah. Right? Right? And then I was telling Zach, it's interesting when you look back at this movie, if that movie was made today, everyone would be uber jacked. 100%. Like, the Batman and that movie looked like straight up 1990s guy, tight blue Slim, jeans, yeah. tight jerseys, just white like t-shirt. skinny basically. Mm-hmm. But if like Jake Gyllenhaal was doing that part today, his oh. guns would be popping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you just don't see, yeah. unless they're old movies, people who are just like regular normal sized. Yeah. Everyone's totally. just like super jacked or super whatever. Yeah. Girls. I don't want to like comment on like what a woman would look like. Well, no, but you're right. Because yeah. in a woman's perspective, it would be like your lips are all jacked up. You know, you're mm. wearing crazy stuff. You have like giant tits, huge ass, like the tiniest waist. Yeah. Fucking Arnie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, you're right. They are kind of like even Melanie. Like she's this very kind of simpleton, kind of nineties yeah. chill surfer girl look surfer to her. Girl, yeah. and that's what he like refers to she's her. She's yeah. like, oh, that's just my surfer girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post and even the girl that stays in Compton, mm-hmm. she looks like she belongs in Compton. In Compton like yeah. all the characters suit all of their belongings. Like surfer girl, she was probably somewhere in like Venice or something. You know, Compton's there. Like. Because obviously he's bouncing around all parts of LA yeah. to get all his gun money and where to stash stuff or, you know, whatever, right? But, um, yeah, like, it's you're right. That's what people kind of quote yeah. unquote should Yeah, and that like. was the thing about Tarantino's movies. I feel like, granted, I've, I've been to Los Angeles one time. I haven't been to Compton, and I definitely wasn't there in the 90s. But when you watch his films, you become very immersed in the world it just seems very authentic and as i did some background research for the movie this film got a lot of controversy because oh. obviously tarantino was very uh floral with his language yeah, and his scripting and sam jackson apparently back then like went to bat from and said like hey dude this is how people who were around that neighborhood at that time would talk. Yeah. Like, it's not Tarantino casting himself yeah. in Sam Jackson's part saying the things. He's like, this is how a guy who is like... It reminds me of recently, I don't know if you ever this ever came across your whatever, but a few weeks ago, I really like Jason Momoa. He just seems like a cool guy. Right. So someone, he was promoting a movie and someone just out of nowhere was like, hey, remember 10 years ago when we did Game of Thrones and there was that rape scene? How do you feel about that? And he's like, hey man, like I know what you're trying to do, but like my guy was like a piece of shit guy. Right. Like I wasn't playing a nice guy. Right. Yeah. And that's what piece of shit guys do. So like, Exactly. 
I, I he was like, I know what you're trying to do. It's just his like, character, yeah. Like yeah. the guy was like Genghis Khan. Like, what do you want from me? And like, same thing with Sam Jackson. This movie, not to say he's Kyle Drago, but he goes, this isn't like a great dude. No, exactly. You know what I mean? And he's kind of like. We shoot his buddy Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he screws, he screws <laughs> everybody over. He's good friends. Beaumont. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like. Lewis did not deserve to die. I felt bad for Beaumont, though. He's talking about they're going to go get some waffles. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm like, just on the truck. track, yeah. excited, tomorrow we're going to have breakfast, waffles. And then he's just like hopping the trunk. And he really sells it, too. And again, Pulp Fiction. The I was trunk, like, oh, the yeah. trunk shot. Classic Tarantino yeah. pop, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Because, I mean, even in other films, like Inglorious Bastards, it's not the trunk shot, but it's the scalping shot. Scalping right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. Down, yes. Like, you know... Gotta get him some scalps, like yeah. killing Nazis. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, movie. <laughs> fantastic. What about Max Cherry though? The like Robert uh, Robert's character. Love. Which guy? Max Cherry, the Bell's bondsman. Okay, see that guy was like perfectly cast because yeah. you could just tell he just looks like that type of guy. Yeah. But yeah. even him, if he if that was cast today, it would be like some. It would be like a Mel Gibson type, like but a just like <laughs> huge, like just jacked up. But this guy's like frumpy and like how old was he? Like fifty six. He was in his late fifties. Yeah. I like, think he wanted to retire young. too. But like back then, people were like, "Oh, how old are you? Almost sixty. You're old. You're old. You yeah. better have trousers up to your nipples." Like yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that picture that was circulating around with the Golden Girls and the new mm. Sex in the City show. Right. And this is how these two sets of women. Are the exact same age. Were they really? Yes. Oh but shit! But when you look at the Golden Girls, they're like these given up kind of like. Wait, they're the same age. They were supposed to be the same age. So Sarah oh. Harris <laughs> and Phoenix, all those people, they're supposed to be the same age as like the Golden Girls when that show started. What? Yeah. So the expectancy of what women looked mm. like then to what women lo- are supposed yeah. to look like now. Granted, I would never want to, or I never will look like the Golden Girls again. You, you make a great Golden Girl, but no, you, but, you get a little more stylish But you know that. what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, because standards to today to 20, 40 years ago are so, so different. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to just even wrap your head around that, because you're right. You would be, like, the Bill Bond guy, he was perfect. Yeah. Everything about it was perfect. Even to his basic haircut, to his what, how he even walked. Music in the car. Yeah. Exactly. Like just everything, how he like talked to Jackie, like how he even fell in love with her with like a sincere heart. He should have gone back. I, I know. I was, I was like, why did she go back? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kills me when I see that. I'm like, go back for the woman. And like, he could have had a chance, but he just stayed on the phone. And he's like, I'll call you back. And then she's. Just drove off. But even from his intro, you can just tell it was just, he's a guy who like, although his job seems dangerous, he just seems like, kind of like played safe. Like my name is Max Cherry, Cherry Bales. Then at the end, when he picks up the phone, you can see he's like this, but also he's like equally like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. He was the, out of the whole movie, like when it comes to editing, costumes, mm-hmm. acting, he was only Oscar nomination as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the only one. Yeah. Uh, for, was it Best Actor? Supporting. Yeah, yeah. Best Supporting Actor, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Sam Jackson won some sort of obscure award I had looked up. I probably should have written it down. It was like a Silver Bear Award or oh, some what? obscure <laughs> festival. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, this movie kind of got a lot of flack when it was first introduced. It's definitely his most underrated film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, when I saw it the first time, I was kind of going through all the Quentin Tarantino movies that I hadn't seen. And I saw this one. I didn't even know what it was. I was right. like, oh, Jackie Brown. I was like, what the? So I watched it and I was like, oh, shit. I think it's still good. Like up in his collection yeah and the movies. funny thing is i feel like this movie in particular as i watched it i realized because it was my first time seeing it how it influenced other movies <laughs> like that intro at the beginning although it wasn't entirely the same i got super bad vibes like with the colors yeah <laughs> or the movie itself it felt very baby driver-ish the way it integrated uh, music yes yeah the music and, that's what i noticed yeah and they actually too. featured winnipeg the guess who was playing yeah Oh, uh, at one time. I didn't catch on that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess who's from Winnipeg? Winnipeg made a Tarantino movie? All right. That's I'm here for dope. it. What's up? Yeah, there's, um, there's a few, there's a, a bunch of really good songs in that movie, actually. The Sissy I, Strut was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing about Tarantino. He uses excellent tunes, a lot like Scorsese. Mm. Scorsese more yeah. like the Stones, but Tarantino also, the way he makes beverages, food, <laughs> Yeah. look so much better yeah. than they actually are and just turning anything on just the way he focuses on items or food or drink or feet, feet. he's establishing <laughs> this shot he's showing you what's around you know yeah like if we were to film here like oh the stool oh would you film this while we're having a conversation or whatever amen like i actually had a tally going at the beginning about how much times they showed melanie's feet like five to seven times in the first 10 like, to 15 minutes. In the first of the six movie. minutes. Oh, there you her go. Her feet showed up. I was like, there we go. First yeah. feet shot, first six minutes. I was like, yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> was it though? Well, was the reason they did that was to show that like her foot was right beside the drink, mm. right beside uh, Lewis's drink. And then he sees that, he grabs it, he brings it away. That was the purpose of it. But, like, they like zoomed in on particular toe, man. Like, I don't want to see this foot ring, <laughs> like, fuck. He's got a major foot thing. I don't get it. It's uh, pretty gross. I mean, lest we forget, from Dust Till Dawn, Salma <laughs> Hayek, he's like, I think at this point, this character should have her foot yeah. in his <laughs> mouth. I'm the writer of this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Sean, Sean, okay, okay. Absolutely. But yeah, it's just, there's, I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed that it was my first time seeing it, but I was happy you chose it because then, now I can say, you know what? I've seen it because everyone knows the heavy hitters. Right. Of course. You know what I mean? But this one, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. But I don't know. I honestly don't know if I would have ever made the time to watch this one because I go, well, there's just something about the safety of It's like the Netflix thing. I'll, oh, recently added new releases. Yeah, yeah but my list sure is looking <laughs> good. I don't know. I could just watch the social network again. Yeah, I don't know. Time. But no, I'm grateful that you chose this one. But a question I wanted to ask you is, so this is something I've always thought to myself as I've watched movies because I really love the movie Die Hard. Mm. Yeah. And in Die Hard, I, I've heard that during test screenings, Hans Gruber was too well liked. He wasn't villainous enough. And that's why they deliberately had him murder Takagi in that scene the show like yeah, he could be a charming dude but like he just right. murdered this guy he's a bad guy yeah he's yeah. not a good guy who is the antagonist in this movie it's Sam Jackson right it's definitely oh, Sam yeah. Jackson yeah. definitely yeah. Sam Jackson and do you feel like he does a good job like you're like okay this is the bad guy yeah and I do not like him like totally 
Right. Just the dirty. When he shot Lewis, guy. I was like, okay, I hate you. Yeah. Oh, but as as yeah. Wow. You just don't care about Beaumont. Eh? You know what, man? Beaumont, <laughs> Beaumont didn't have his shit together, though. Like, he's I mean, right. Beaumont was, I mean, he once was. again, who am I to say who deserves to die? But, like, because he's Chris Tucker, you automatically assume Rush Hour. Right. Like, yeah. just funny, awesome, sincere Chris Tucker. But, like, he was, like, not a decent guy in the movie either. That's what I'm Chris saying. Tucker. Like, I'm not saying he should have died, but as a character standpoint, he kind of seemed like a nobody like mm -hmm. he was like oh when are you gonna pay me back for this and Beaumont was like ah oh, you know uh I'll get it to you maybe next week and that's when Sam was like okay I gotta kill you because you're never gonna okay getting some insight in this act here never owe Zach money <laughs> dude I'm not he's like he's like when are you gonna pay me back okay hop in the truck okay good, good, <laughs> yeah good, well, good. we'll get the money right now no no but, but I hear what you're saying you that's know what a I mean? fair point yeah because he was like actually friends with Lewis I feel like him and they were actually buds but Beaumont was just his whatever Beaumont mm -hmm. was just one of his like side pieces that he used and abused That's for what all I'm his saying. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. he really didn't care about him at all. At he all. was completely disposable. Yeah. Someone else can go in and do Beaumont's job. I need you to do this. Oh, you were caught drinking and driving while you were carrying some of my stuff. Exactly. Like, are you fucking nuts? Mm -hmm. Like, of course he's gonna whack him right off the bat because right then and there. He didn't get caught necessarily for having the firearms. He got caught because he was wasted driving a car. Right. So, oh, yeah, that's you right. know what I mean? So automatically he's like, you obviously don't care. And yeah. you're going to jeopardize me. And he obviously doesn't want to go into the slammer. Mm -hmm. So he's like, easiest thing. Yeah, too much of a him risk. Out, whack him off. Let's call it a day. Oh, maybe he's involved with some bad things. Obviously, they're not going to be too shocked that he just died out of nowhere and showed up in someone's trunk. He did him dirty too, like, he put him in the trunk, drove around the corner yeah. into like this dirt pile, yeah. just shot him and then drove off. Like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then also, shout out to Justin for the beautiful way you phrased that. <laughs> but no, and the one thing I, I found interesting about Sam Jackson's character, I think Tarantino kind of teases the audience a little bit. Yeah. Because he puts Sam Jackson there, he's dressed slick, he has the beaded goatee he has the slick hair and your automatic kind of instinct is to think okay this guy's like a bad guy but you have nothing to base it off right away totally. exactly and it's kind of like i feel like he kind of holds a mirror to society in that way mm -hmm. like just like a subtle oh you think he's the bad guy maybe <laughs> you're a bad guy are you a piece of shit yeah and he's like oh he's there to bail his friend out oh okay but then he is the bad guy and you're like oh okay but it's kind of, I interpreted it as, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, you happen to be right on this one, but you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Of course. And, and I, it took me a while to figure out what his motive was. But the whole time, he wanted to get his money out of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jackie was doing for him. And then yeah. once he had it, he was going to meet up with his friend on the boat. Yeah, I think he was going to take off, mm -hmm. you know, with like his half mil. Right. Um, and probably, again, one of the things where you're supposed to like just speculate on your own, right? Yeah. What's he going to do? You don't really know. You just know he wants to take his money and peace out. Right. Um, but I think for people like him also, I'm not sure if that much money would be enough. Well, that's the other thing I thought about again. If that movie was made today, half a mil, yeah, half a mil, like granted, I don't have... I, I wish I had. Right, right. But at the same time, when you think about it, that doesn't get you. You yeah. can't even live in Toronto with that kind of oh, money God, right now. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But like back then, they're like, oh, 
once I get my half a mil, I'm sipping Mai Tais on the beach for the rest of my life. And you're like, dang, money went a lot further back then. Oh, I mean, sure. I don't think he was a huge big time drug dealer, uh, uh, gun dealer though. Right. Like, he would, even Melanie in the beginning. What, yeah, exactly. The, she's like, yeah, yeah he's, he thinks he's all shit, but he's not. And that's what he was, she was telling uh, Lewis. Right. Was it actually Demay Moore in that video? Because she yes. said it was. Was it really? Yes. Oh, yes, cool. it was. It was Demi Moore. Also, did you guys figure out what Tarantino's cameo was in the movie? Okay, so here's the thing. I saw I an image that. of him, but I, 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 I'm I, going to say no, because when I was watching, I didn't see him. Did you? I, I didn't even know he was in the movie. He's not physically. It's his voice. Oh. In Jackie's um, answering machine. Oh, shit. Deep cut from Yo, Jaws. What damn. Up? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Let him yeah, know. If you listen carefully, which is hilarious because I'm deaf. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like... Which doesn't, look, doesn't reflect good on I, us, right? She can't even hear it. She caught it, man. What are you I, doing? I was... Cause, because it was so sick. And I know he pops in every movie, mm-hmm. right? He um, has to. One way or another, he's yeah. there. So I was like, where? And then I heard her voicemail and I was like, that's it. And then I Googled it and I was... Fucking right. I was like, nice, yes. Nice. There we go. Yeah, so he's in her voice machine. There you go. Her... Circle gets a square. Yeah. Nice pull. Isn't that wild though? Like yeah. what a sneaky way to mm-hmm. kind of throw Does he leave a message? There. No, he's like his her answering machine, like oh, like, like you know, leave your message can't under... come to the You might be now. too young for answering machines, bro. Like straight yeah. up like answering machines, click the button and hear your messages. You yeah. know, I think so. Dang. I had home phones, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably also cordless. <laughs> no, I had a corridor. I had a corridor. I had a corridor. Don't tell me that short. Come on. That's great. That's great. But that's the thing, you know, and the thing I love and respect about Tarantino is I, I love this quote by him. He's in some sort of press drink, and I think Rodriguez is beside him. And he's like, some guy in the crowd goes, could you make movies the way you guys did and still become successful? He's like, bro, you just make a fucking kick-ass movie. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. And that's like a metaphor for life. For it. But Tarantino, unless I'm mistaken, he was working at some like blockbuster equivalent. Yep. And he's just like, I can, I can fucking do this. College dropout. Yeah. And he's like, I'm yeah. going to do 10 movies that I'm going to direct. Like he's written other movies. But he's like, I'm going to direct 10 movies and I'm going to make them as bangiest bangers as possible. Yeah. Like... It makes Not me bad. so upset, though. Mm-hmm. There's one, one more. more. I know. I, like, am so excited, but I dread it. He's got a kid now, though. He deserves his I, retirement yeah, and his I time do with No, it. shut up. He owes the fans. <laughs> <laughs> he belongs to us. You don't deserve like, to have a family. What is this, personal life? <laughs> he, started, uh, he started in a movie, like a blockbuster-type story. Yeah. And that's when he was, like, writing scripts. I think that's when he wrote Pulp Fiction. It was... Or Reservoir Dogs, I think, is actually yeah. when he was working in that store, which is crazy. Well, and he wrote uh, True Romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was his first screenplay, I believe. And I went and saw it in his theater in West Hollywood. Oh, oh shit. New Beverly. Yeah, Did I, I tell to... you she likes Tarantino? Did yeah. you know that? <laughs> yeah. I, Did you know that? My, uh, my boyfriend and I are big, big fans. So oh, him course, too? Oh, sweet. We went on... Tyson, right? Yeah. We yeah. went on Valentine's Day. Oh, look at our guy, eh? We saw... <laughs> my guy like, knows what's up. We went to El Coyote restaurant first, which was... Mm. He partly shot um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood there. Because oh, that's where um, Sherry Tate and all her friends were like partying. Oh, okay. They, like, 
Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, <laughs> so we went there for food because I'm obsessed with Mexican food, obviously. And then I went and got ice cream because, again, I like... Because you're food. Canadian. <laughs> and, um, then we went to the theater and we were watching the midnight showing of True Romance. And it was so spectacular because, Damn. obviously, as being the hardcore people that we are, we were the first people in line to get nice. the best seats. Of course. And the giant purple Cadillac showed up also. I was... I didn't understand what was so amazing about it at first because I I had watched it once. I fell asleep, unfortunately. Uh, Tyson had rented it and I was, you know. Remember when that was a thing? Renting movies? Or like, do you mean like off the TV? Yeah, like streaming. Oh, okay. okay. Streaming rent, whatever. No, I I miss Blockbuster Fridays though. (laughs) Those were the best. Um, So he rented it and I just totally passed out and he was like, well, you just fell asleep. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that made this, watching it mm-hmm. that time for the first time, so much better. And then when I was done, I was like, we took a picture with the purple Cadillac. <laughs> I was like, that was so cool. And then the whole time I was like, is he going to show up? Is he going to show up? Like, <laughs> is he going to be here? Is he going to show up? Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Sidebar, shout out to our guy Tyson, just doing Valentine's Day right, eh? Yeah, no kidding. Everyone man. else oh, needs to shit. step up their game. He really came in. And then because... Obviously, last year, we couldn't go away because the whole world was shut down. Sure, sure. He just, like, remade everything I ate on that holiday. Dude. Oh, that's so sweet. So, Dude, show us your way. It was pretty, pretty Iron Tyson over here. The guy, my kid, getting it done. Yeah. Yeah, it was, he's pretty special. So, yeah, I was uh, pretty stoked about it. Don't we know it? Do you realize, anyone who listens to this, like, if there's going to be any girlfriends in the house they're just gonna like suddenly look at their man now and reflect on what they did <laughs> last valentine's you day didn't, like, you didn't hmm. do that for me like oh who was it today i won't name names but there was one of our guys in the house today at the gym he goes yeah it's my anniversary today bro i go yeah i saw that on ig like congrats man he goes yeah we're having craft dinner tonight nice i was like bro <laughs> that's Step not good up. Okay, no. call it out. he's like no man she said it's good she put it in the calendar mm. and like he left and i looked at another woman who was in the house and she's like a little more seasoned like myself and we said no nah, he he's he effed up son it was at that moment he effed up because that's like a test yeah like when they say like no no it's fine that means why don't you plan something? Because if I'm planning it, I'm taking myself out. Yep. So you figure it out. So I'll check in with him tomorrow and we'll Sheesh. see how his craft dinner anniversary went. Yeah, that's a big strikeout. I think he I played mean, himself on Someone's going to need to bail him out of jail and whack like, him out. I mean, I, <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a pretty easy to please person. I'm, I don't expect much. I don't ask for much. I'm not one of those girls and I'm like, buy me this, give me that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I have a job. I make my own fucking money. I'm a big girl. Applause. Applause. You know, like, I believe in having independence. There is something beautiful about sharing things with your partner. Mm -hmm. And, like, special days and all stuff like that. So, like, in that holiday, we also went to Palm Springs. Mm. And I fell in love with date shakes. So, while he's making me enchiladas and tacos, he also made me a date shake for dessert. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. All these little things. And that says a lot. But... If you're saying, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, there is nothing wrong with craft dinner. Sure, 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 right. sure. If that's your jam, you know, great. G bless. Hopefully, there's, like, five boxes of that, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could just smash one box. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. That's not enough. 
um, especially for people who work out. Like, there's just no way. So on that trip, you just ate Mexican food and date shakes? I ate Mexican food basically every day. Nice. So that afterwards, it was also like a cleanse then. Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, (laughs) I just missed it a lot and then the whole world shut down so then i haven't had like decent mexican food since yeah but i mean hopefully we'll go actually we we are gonna go i'm determined about it yeah there we go manifest it we're gonna go next winter we're gonna go get married on Valentine's Yay, Day. Yay! Valentine's Day. I know. Again. He's like, really? Like, it's quite amazing. We would like to get mm. married at the Kill Bill Church. Oh, that would be so Um, I have contacted them. They have not reached back yet. Hilarious. Just wait till we get a few episodes in. Then they're gonna be contacting you, girl. Okay? Yeah. Don't worry about Don't worry that. About so that. it's funny because you call and they're like, oh, you know, two pine stars, the Kill Bill Church. Joyceline, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, so it's an answering machine automatically. So you leave your name and your number, and you just kind of hope that they call you back. So I mean, hopefully it works out. But if not, I'm sure we'll think of something else and somewhere cool in the desert or whatever. Hey, they're but, gonna call back. Yeah, you're getting married in that church. Yeah, I would hope so because that would happen. be really sweet. I mean, it's on a Tuesday, so I don't think there would be. But they actually use it as a functioning church. Hey. Oh really? Like yeah, like they like do stuff there. And, like, the owner apparently is, like, a super sweet guy, but he doesn't love it when, like, people just come and barge in and, like, try to take pictures. and Because it is private property. And, right. and if it's a church, you have to be somewhat respectful also. Of course, yeah. She's pandering to him right now in case he's going to be listening. He's, like, he's a super sweet guy. I am also really cool. <laughs> Listen, I feel you, dog. I'm back to so me. respectful. Yeah, I back Pick up the me. phone. I call me back. Really <laughs> it's just going to be us and our witnesses. It'll be perfect. <laughs> uh, I hear you. That's great. Congratulations again, buddy. That's really Um, wonderful. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the whole trip was Tarantino-based Mexican food. And it was great because we also found out um, the guy that worked the ticket booth at his theater, the New Beverly, said that he also likes to go to this place called Casa Vega. So, I'm so going there next time, too. Nice. Because apparently he eats at both those places quite often. Tarantino sightings? Yeah. So, El Coyote is, like, literally a few blocks up from the theater to the left. And apparently, Casa Vega is pretty close by also. Pretty much all in, like, kind of West Hollywood area. It's, like, really cool around there. No doubt. Super chill. Nice. Also... Whenever I hear the word Vega, I think of Alejandro de la Vega from The Mask of Zorro, which we're going to do one day because that movie is better than most movies that come out today. That movie, yeah. much like Jackie Brown, does not receive enough love because you can watch that movie and not only does it hold up, but everything checks out except for the fact there's no actual Mexican people in the movie. <laughs> uh, that's Hollywood for you. Though. <laughs> like, but they got close. They're like, we'll throw some Spaniards in there. Uh, but like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that is Mask of Zorro. That is Jocelyn's life. Who is the protagonist of this movie? I mean, from a social aspect, you would suggest the cops. But I don't think so. But the thing about the cops is classic tropes good cop bad cop yeah bad cop with like the cheesy shit-eating mustache and then like (laughs) some nice guy batman coming in but they're both a little like 
Me. They got played though. They yeah. Got played. yeah. They got showed oh, up, yeah. which is like so satisfying. Of course. Because everyone knows people in their life that are smarmy and weaselly and they usually get away with it. Yeah. But it's nice in a movie where you're just like, ah. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you can even feel like Michael Caton is like, you're not, uh, this is it. You're not hiding anything. It's like, this, this is it. Like, yeah. and you'll find X amount in someone's pocket. And lo and behold, yeah. Melanie had the extra 10 grand in her pocket. Yeah. You know, like. She even flexes the polygraph too. She's like, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take the test. Don't worry. Exactly. Mm. He's like, nah, it's okay. I believe you. Yeah. She plays it so cool too. Like, I don't know. If I was in that situation, I'd be like. Uh, I, my hands yeah, would be sweating. <laughs> like. I probably have a stutter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's cool, man. She and that, under that actress who played Jackie Brown, uh, I read or I listened to an interview where they were saying when she got hired to do this role, she had done multiple films kind of like this. Mm -hmm. This was like a spoof of her previous films. And when yeah. she met Tarantino, he had her posters up. Oh, and no she way. thought it was like a bit. Yeah. And he was like, no, I actually... He's like actually a fan. Whoa, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of cool. So she was kind of in a way playing herself, which I felt like is why she killed it. Yeah, yeah. she did. She it's did like people are like, Eminem was so great in 8 Mile. It's like, hey, well, people he told me to do himself. a movie. He's playing himself. Hey, start a movie, be Angelo Manfredi. I think I'd... <laughs> I think I could get it. I think I'd fucking kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, come I on now, it. come on, you know? But yeah, but I think... The protagonist, like the good guy of the movie, is obviously Max Cherry's bodyguard number two, Zeus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's Max Cherry. It's Max Cherry. Yeah. It's gotta be, because he, he's just so pure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I still wish that he'd fucking just. Just went to it. Just went for it. But, you know, maybe it's just another one of those speculations that like, maybe he will go. Yeah. But we just never find out. True. Uh, an unanswered question. He goes perhaps. after, yes. right? Because he did Would get yeah. a percentage. What was it? Uh... Oh, yeah, he took 10%. Yeah. She goes, why didn't you take more? He's yeah. like, no, my, my fee is 10%. 10%. Yeah. Exactly. But um, he got a smooch, though. That's got to be worth a couple it's percentage got, points. He got a couple. Yeah, minimum. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a nice one, too. Yeah. I, had him, I had him kind of stunned. After yeah, all, so. yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he got a couple. So I don't know. Maybe he's going to take some of that money and then go meet up with her. Wherever she was, I can't remember where she was flying off to. Oh, ooh, I don't know. She stole Spain. homeboy's car. Spain. Oh, Spain. there you go, Madrid. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> we were paying attention. Speaking yeah. of unanswered questions, though, when Jackie first gets caught, the feds just come out of nowhere. They're like, oh, yeah, we know you have money on you. Like, how did... Did, did they, they ever that? say... They alluded to it for sure yeah. later on in the movie. She goes, no, they knew... Yeah, they I knew was, I was coming. They knew, they, they knew exactly what was up. But yeah, who, sold, who sold her out? Yeah, that's what I want. Maybe uh, Boma. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I think... I think no, Samuel so. Jackson. You think he did it to his own... I don't think I, so, because that would be counterproductive to him, no? I know, but then he... I don't know, because someone put the blow in there, right? That was not supposed oh, to be Oh, no. There. That was uh, the guy, his buddy on the boat gave it, because that was going to be Melanie's. Wallace. Was right. his name Wallace? Was the, the guy's guy name Walker? Wallace? Walker? Yeah. Walker or Wallace? I don't remember. If it was Wallace, Pulp Fiction. Wallace. Wallace. Also, Wallace. when you guys were talking about Vega, I was thinking Vincent Vega. Ooh. I mean, my man, Johnny <laughs> T. How? Okay. Just acknowledgement to Travolta, you know, because he was like... I don't know for you guys, but sometimes when I think, I'm going to go as far as to say I have heroes in acting, but there are guys that when I see them now, I'm like, bro, you were the fucking man. Like, what happened like, to you? He, like, he, there was like that cool. weird thing with the massage people and in the Scientology and then the Nadal Dezim at the Golden Globes. And now he's like done. Yeah. And that makes me sad because 
Travolta, once again, aside from Pulp Fiction, essentially John Travolta and everything, just kind of be cool and go <laughs> and dance. Yeah. yeah. Right? But yeah. Travolta's not in this movie. Getting sidetracked with Travolta. Yeah, no, totally. Which is understandable. Zanny Zuko, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, we're in high school, but everyone's fucking 50 years old. <laughs> like, shadows. That, that's something that still holds up, though, even in today's Greece? movies. Yeah. Well, like, well, yeah, Greece, obviously, but like having older people play high school oh, kids. Well, oh, okay. like, look at. I mean, I don't know if you guys are watching Euphoria. I know about it. I hear people raving. Okay, you both need to get on it. That's what I've heard. I people like literally am like a little schoolgirl waiting by the TV at Sundays at 8 p.m. every <laughs> fucking week. It's me and Tyson. We're both like, is it out yet? Like, when can we watch it? We're like, no, we got two minutes. Oh, like it's. So good. Not only, because I mean, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but no, no, no. Uh, at the same it. time, it's one of those shows that it's not just like some weird bullshit high school show like Riverdale got to be. Oh God! Because mm. at first I was watching that too. I can't, can't. I I stopped watching it because I was like, every episode's a fucking musical. I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate <laughs> it. Like you shouldn't sing to each other out of the blue for no reason. Like you're not. That has on the nothing show. to do with Archie. Like come no, on. and nobody's eating burgers. <laughs> right? No one's at the diner. Come it's on. It's weird. Anyways, Euphoria is a cinematic masterpiece. Whoa. Okay, that's how, that's, that's like praise. Nick Cage SNL. That's how I praise. It yeah. is <laughs> shot beautifully. The lighting. Whoa. The mm. soundtrack, which you can also get on your Apple, probably Spotify yep. playlist, updates yep. every week. There you um, go. I already plug in the big ones. And That's what, what I be. liked about it, actually Tyson pointed this out, that Bobby Wambach, um, he started off the beginning of Jackie Brown. One of his songs is also plays in Euphoria. Oh, and I was connection. like, hey, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, they have that sway. It's got just good music, but it's just how everything's shot, the costuming, the characters are so insanely well developed. Mm. It's a fantastic piece of, it's not a film because it's a show, but it's just so insanely well done. I just highly yeah. recommend watching it. Well, the quality it. of TV has vastly increased. Like before it was like, okay, there's movie stars and then there's the TV guys. Right. And that's why back in the both. day, like you could watch people play pool yeah. on yeah. TV, but now that's not a thing anymore. Why? Because TV's gotten way better. Like totally. Breaking Bad, yeah. Sopranos, oh, your like that just changed the game. Game of Thrones. Game of like Thrones, people are like, yeah. oh no, TV's here to play. Yeah. Like HBO changed the game. But that goes with that being said too. Like all of those kids in that show are twenty five plus. I'm pretty yeah. sure, and they're yeah. playing like you know high schoolers, right? You know, but, one, of, one of the executive producers on Euphoria too is the Mr. Six God Drake himself. Oh, yeah. So that's probably... Sorry, who? Drake, like... Oh, Mr. oh, oh, Drake. Yeah, I Toronto. noticed that I also was an executive producer on, like, the last episode we watched. Oh, shit. Yeah, so she's doing some cool things with it, too. It's HBO, right? Yeah. Well, that's... Dude, HBO. Moe Apatow. Mm-hmm. Judd Apatow's oh, daughter. Oh, Judd Apatow. She's insane. It's mm-hmm. insanely good. I just... There's just so much in it. Like, you guys need to watch it. It's, it's, I had an interesting question posed to me about a theme in that show, and it was asked to me... I, I won't repeat it now because although we're going to swear, it's like next level. Mm. But it was an interesting question. And I said, I don't speak for males everywhere, but I myself am not so much like have experienced that. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's seen the show, I don't know if you're like, I don't know. It was just, it was really interesting. 
So it, it definitely is a show that I'm hearing a lot about. And Zendaya, I just think that's an awesome name. She's, yeah. she's very endearing to me. I she's just killer. like her vibe. Yeah. I just I enjoy watching things with people in real life who seem cool. Like that's why I like Jason Moore because he seems like a cool guy. Chadwick Boseman. Right. I liked him that's because nice. I'm like that guy. When you just saw him, you're like, this guy just seems like a super nice guy. Yeah. And even I'll just watch his movies just to support him. Like I don't know anything about baseball, but I'm like, I'll watch this movie. You're in it. Sure. Cool. Why not? So like all these reasons alone, I definitely want to watch Euphoria. But speaking about the age thing. Seeing Sam Jackson that young and that thin was like, and like, don't get me wrong, Sam Jackson still looks great. He's like, like there's, there's like minimal wrinkles on my man, yeah. but he was like young and thin AF in this. Yeah. And the part when he's in the dark with the cigarette, I was like, whoa, Viggo Mortensen, Lord of the Rings, hey, vibe right yeah. there. I'm like, that's yeah. what's up. That's you know? not true. Like, he just looked really good and he had a banger of a line. He said something, I had it written down. My ass may be dumb, but I ain't no dumbass. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's a slapperoo. Yeah. I go, well said. I said to my dad the other night, not about something he said, but so with the gym, I lately I I've been getting a lot of people who go, oh, can you do this for me? But it'll be great for you too. Hmm. And I had another friend who did that to me, and I always try to oblige people, and she was, does it bother you? And I said, honestly, no. Because it doesn't really cost you anything and I'm happy to help out. The part that just is kind of annoying is when people act like they're doing me a favor. Right. Like, listen, it ain't going to help me at all, bro. I'd rather you just be like, hey, can you do this? And I'll be like, yeah. And I said to my dad, it's like, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I may be dumb, but I ain't no dumbass. I'm like, that's another good line that I'm going to add to my repertoire. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wait like six weeks from this episode and then I'll say it again. And you'll <laughs> be like, whoa, that's genius. And, you're like, and I'll say, I know because I ain't no dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you it. say the pinnacle, ultimate, favorite moment or scene or line in this film was for you? Oh, God. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, you know what? I think I wrote down it was the finale kiss. Ooh. I'm a sucker for love. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I mean, you got some good love in your life, uh, so I, yeah, she I, blessed. She blessed. <laughs> Took me a while to get. Hey, you know say, what? But good things come to those who wait. There you go. What's <laughs> up? What's up? Shout out again. Our guy Tyson doing it right. Man, what? one thing I noticed, too, at the end of the movie when they lure Odell, like Samuel Jackson's mm. back, and Jack is like, he has a gun. Uh, Batman, like Mike Keegan, no hesitation. Yep. Just bam, bam. Blah, blah, fucking guns him down. I mean, arguably the most anti-Batman thing ever, but yes. like, he's Batman. Like, he's a badass. Did you I see know. that quick draw? Pow. But like, yeah. that caught me off guard. I saw the movie, but I forgot that happened. I was like, I was shocked. I was like, they didn't even show that he had a gun. Right. She was just like, he has a gun. And he just downed him. No problem. No yeah. issue. That was, that surprised me. But still one of my favorite parts of that whole, like, guns in that movie is when Jackie pulls one on him. Mm. Super sly oh. in the dark room. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think so. And he was like, sit down. Like, and then yeah. she just gets super badass smoking her darts. And she's just, like, giving him shit. Yeah, man. Because like, he was, like, going to choke her out. He's yeah. like, what's that pressed on my genitalia? She's yeah. like, that's a cannon, bitch. Yeah. And she was like... <laughs> 
instantly like she took the thunder she yeah. was like, oh no, like, I'm playing with you. Like, sit down and don't yeah. move. I'm going to kill you. He got so I'm, slithery too, then that happened. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm going to kill you. And then she reversed it. And he's like, yo, chill. He yeah, totally oh, no. slithered. But you know, like, classic Sam Jackson, yeah. man. Like, just the things he could do with his voice, like the inflexes and the annotation, totally. like his cadence, like he could go from extremely menacing to like super playful. Yeah. Once again, Pulp Fiction, like, yeah. shit, that's all you had to say. Run like a totally. second earlier, he was getting serious, yeah. right? <laughs> Like, yeah. just a master, man. And he's in all the movies. Yeah. He is. Like, he's in all the movies. It's pretty wild. I mean, he, he only started acting when he was, like, he wasn't young. Something, I think. He wasn't that young. He wasn't young. Because he's, like, in his 70s now. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, man. Because he looks good. Yeah. That's all right. Nick Fury's still doing the damn thing. I know. He's rich, stupid, like. Is there anything about this movie you would change? Like, if you could go in and just do, like, a recut... I felt like I would just ever so slightly just bump up the pace. Just like boop, boop. Like just a boop, boop. Like I a would, little bit faster. I I love the mystery of not seeing the gore, but I would love to see more gore. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Make it a little bit more... Bloodier. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. get some people slapped around a little more. Like maybe go a little more into like all the random ladies he had around town. Right. What's... Like, they didn't really tell much besides anyone's story besides Melanie. So the other one who was, like, the dancer. Right. Yeah. But then there was another one, too, I think. Mm-hmm. So, Which is not often a criticism of Tarantino. More ladies, more violence, <laughs> yeah. more gore. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's his most tame, and I do love that about mm-hmm. it. Um, Because I, I, I love the mystery of behind it. But, I mean... If, I don't know, because there's like not much I think I would change about the film, because I, I really like it. There you go. How about you, big man? I think I'd be the same with you. Like, two and a half hours, uh, speed it up just a little bit. You know, yeah. like, at the end of the movie there, they show all the different perspectives. Like, they show uh, Lewis and Melanie getting the bag. They show Jackie taking the bag. They show Max Cherry taking the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I've seen this scene. Very Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I've seen totally. this scene yeah. three times now, but it's not any different, really, because you know they're just going to go and you see him leave from Max's point of view, and you just see him get into mm, his car. I see what you're oh, saying. But I love you know, that. Yeah. It's great, but at the same time, like they should have maybe implemented a little bit more something. Like I understand your critique. So in Ocean's Eleven, the ending is similar, but you see it from completely different perspectives. Yeah. Lewis had already seen Max, mm-hmm. and you already like understood yeah. kind of what was going on. So so I see your point. Although I did enjoy it. Yeah. Like you're saying. Because then there's like the tape in the car mm-hmm. where he's uh, playing the Delphonics and he's yeah. just like obsessed with it because she played it in her apartment. Yeah, Sam Jackson gets in. He's like, you like the Delphonics? He's, yeah. like, yeah. he's like, yeah, man, I'm hip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That's a little, yeah. that's a little judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Eric? I don't listen to these sick beats. Yeah, this, this show Max just walking around the store looking for the tape. You know, he's yeah. going to see a movie, just living his life. Like another thing, cassettes? Like, what's up? Like, that's the only thing about this movie that isn't a bad thing, but you're like, oh, yeah, this movie's, like, old. Yeah. Like, people in, like, 20 years when they watch this movie, which is a testament to the fact that it'll last that long, and it certainly will, yeah. they'll, they'll have to look up or ask someone, what is hey, that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, yeah. It's a cassette, and it used to go on a Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, like, when uh, Apple Music kind of first came out, and you can, like, buy music on your phone, but you had to buy each song. Yeah. 
that was like the beginning. And now you could just be like nine books a month, Spotify. I have all the songs. You have every yeah. song on the playlist. All the songs yeah. are mine My forever. playlists, everything, yeah. playlists that I upload. I mean, I... It's embarrassing because I still have the email from my Apple ID from when I got my first iPod when I was like 12. Amen. I'm 30. Okay? That's 18 years ago. It's still the same embarrassing as email. Same with me though. I think when I was 13, 14, I'm using the same one. I mean, I have a professional one also. Okay. <laughs> but this I would is ask like, what it is. We don't want you to get spammed. No. Oh, no. I'm not I'm not going to say what they are. No. But um, it's all I can say, it's embarrassing as hell. It's actually almost, it's not almost, it is homage to another movie. Ooh. Actually, too, which I thought was super cute at the time. Can you at least tell us the movie? Um. Oh, my God. What is it? Um. It's a Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks movie. Oh, Tom Hanks. Oh, is that Sleepless in Seattle? No. You've got mail? Yes. There it is. You got mail is excellent. Yes. So cute. Okay, you you really came in like aggressive. You're like like someone was arguing with me. You're like, you've got mail is excellent. (laughs) It's just such a great film. Like a little tattoo, you're just covering it up. I'm like, hey, we believe you, Zach. Okay. It's kind of that one's underrated. I feel. (laughs) hundred percent. We'll we'll circle back to that. Yeah, we'll do a Tom Hanks Sega. Like there was a minute there where like he was only doing movies like that. Yes. He's like, no, I'm this guy now. Yeah. The Castaway movie by himself. Oh, oh dude, so that good. like that's, that's a great movie. Fuck man. I mean, who Wilson? doesn't call every volleyball a Wilson? Wilson yeah, come on. <laughs> I think a Family Guy, but they did the yeah. Wilson. <laughs> well, I don't even remember what they did. He did a little carving, and made himself known to Wilson. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man. Yeah. So my old emails, but you know, mm. you're right though. Like all of the music, but my first ever music thing. I got it for Christmas. I was five. It was a Walkman. Nice. And I was just like so pumped about it. Everyone was listening to the Spice Girls. I was not about it. I had like Van Halen, Taylor Queen. Are you sure? Costa Rican, weekend, full sleeve. I swear to God. Nose rings. You weren't into the Spice Spice Girls? They just weren't badass enough for you? Really? It wasn't my thing. I think my brother liked them more than I did. I mean, they have a few hits. And it just wasn't for me. But I remember, like, my dad was like, yeah, now you can um, play all your stuff. And, like, when your brother's bothering you, you don't even have to listen. And I was like, it's just revolutionary. Everywhere (laughs) I went, that Walkman went with me. And it was the perfect, but it sucked when a cassette tape like jammed up mm. and you had to like go in with yeah. a pencil and unwind and, or if it would just jam up and it was just shot and you're like, great, now I got to rebuy this tape. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or is she Star-Lord? Is that what we're hearing right now? Oh, is she Peter Quill? <laughs> Peter Quill. Just yeah. little kid, gets a Walkman, changes Volume the Volume mix number one. <laughs> <laughs> Moves to a faraway land. <laughs> I mean, not too far off. And you are wearing a sweet red shirt right now. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. Lululemon can. Oh, you got that thumb things too? Yeah. It's just, you know. What? Okay. Let's just solve this for just for myself and possibly other people. What is the point of the thumb things? Just it's in general, like, what, per, okay, what purpose so do they serve? I find sometimes I fidget a lot. Mm. And like, it's nice because also like, I have like tiny arms too. My reach is awful. Okay. So when I'm hitting Carly and my sparring partner, it's like, I, there's nothing. Yeah. It's mm. not good. I'm all torso, short legs, short arms. It's awful. Literally the worst fighter advantage 
ever. <laughs> um, I just gotta act fast, and I don't think I even do that fast. So I just get mm. beat up a lot. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like when you extend your arms, you're not, like it's not moving. Yeah. So your sleeves stay intact. Oh, okay. see. That's the light bulb. So, yeah. Like, yeah. there it is. I also yeah. have like uh, one of those very famous Aritzia super puffs, and they have the same thing too. It's nice because your sleeves don't fucking move. Yeah, I can see that. It's you so saying happy. they're really famous, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, sorry, I'm gone. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you're a girl from ages, I think of like ten to like above you would know <laughs> what the aritzia super puff is it's you're like nine a, years old can't okay cut it. so when this famous... episode drops let us know people do you know what an aritzia super puff is all the girls will know is it and guy? there is one for men too there's oh. a mr puff that's a mr puff that's a mr puff yeah same thing with the thumbs i don't know if they have the thumb mm -hmm. thing but i like it's the best super awesome lightweight parka and it's super warm it's like water, wind resistant, all that, you know. Then I mentioned that Jocelyn's my encyclopedia of fashion. Was it's that mentioned? It's like all, I mean, I've been in the beauty industry since I was 15 years old. That's what I mean. I I mean, I was doing makeup at 15 for MAVA competitors. Oh, there um, you go, see? And I was like super intimidated because <laughs> these ladies were so buff. Especially because you have the short arms, so she's totally. standing on like three chairs. Basically, I'm a <laughs> yeah. but um, no. So I mean, I've—it's just something I've always been interested in, and mm -hmm. I was lucky enough that I kind of just got into the industry, not necessarily in fashion, but in other sorts of parts of the fashion. Yeah. Thing. So, like when I get to do hair and makeup, I get immersed into the whole thing about it because it's a look, right? Yeah, it all ties in together. So it's. Really awesome! I get to be like lucky enough to do that. Ever been for to a uh, Paris Fashion Week? Stop! I died. I go to have Paris. You? No, I wish. No, I, you can I, use I the way you said that. You're like, well, that's my, like, cool. But have you ever been in there? In my career, is at some point to do New York Fashion Week. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be I, sick. I would love to work backstage at some super sick like show, or if I could do like London Fashion Week and like do something for McQueen. That would be even better. Mm, yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with Alexander McQueen. Yeah. May he rest in peace. And their design house is amazing. Do you have those shoes? The classic? I don't know what they're called. I don't. I'm so upset. You know what? It. I think if you two join forces, we can make that happen. Because I don't know if you know this, Jocelyn, but my guys, like... No, don't say it. <laughs> it's not true anymore. It's a, what's happening? I just haven't been active on it. It's Okay, so my guy for a long time was like top seven on Parallel. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. I don't, it's I don't a, either. It's but. a Winnipeg uh, made website where okay. you can post your outfits. It's for people to get ideas of what to wear. So you post your own shit, you know, tag. Like if Slay. I put this, I'd be like, oh, it's a Nike crew neck. Right. You no, know, whatever. Do your jeans, you do your sneakers, whatever. You and I are going to have lots of I was just going to say about. legit. I was kind of breaking <laughs> your both, like your balls and your metaphorical balls. But like that's. If you guys unite and join Rocky Three, although you guys like weren't opponents ever, yeah. but like if you guys join together, you could take that down. I Dude, mean, you could take that down, bro. Cool. It's a it's a dope website. So like if you post there, people can like favorite your shit. You get views, and then as you gain more popular, you go up the list. And if you're on the top twenty five, you have access to like get brand deals, people can reach out, give you free shit. So it's kind of like an influencer thing. A little bit, yeah, but you don't really. Like, it's not that big. Oh, you yeah. influence, bro. No, don't talk, bro. 
<laughs> like it's just a website. They they okay. wanna they wanna get it into an app form, but it's just Got a website. It. It's very nice. Oh, that's kind of cool. I had no it's, idea that existed. No, yeah, yeah that's cool. super neat. There you go. Step one: dominate and conquer parallel. Step two: New Year's Eve Fashion Week. Step three: London Fashion Week. Step four: Paris, Paris Fashion, Fashion Week. Week. Step five: Jocelyn opens Costa Rica Fashion Week, oh, and it revolutionizes the world. I mean. That would be great, except it's like <laughs> the only people that have like crazy money there probably. It's okay not though. Not because... doing the greatest of things. Uh, that's okay. This podcast is about to blow up. We're just going to get so much, all the monies, the limit will not exist and we'll find the I love thing. that. The limit does not exist. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. But Jackie Brown, it is now simultaneously the best and the worst film we've ever covered. We've ever covered. Yes. Yep. Out of 10. What do we give this movie? Ooh, I'm going to say 8.5. Ooh, strong. Why? Yeah. Um, I really don't have anything negative to say about it. But it's uh, not a 10, so you have something. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess there's like the whole gore part, right? Mm. Like, but It that's... wasn't... It Terrence wasn't... Quentin, if I may, <laughs> Quentin. It wasn't nearly violent enough, and there weren't enough ladies. I just <laughs> wish that she would have killed someone. Ah, do something like Kill Bill. Type I mean, shit. she she basically did. Like, she basically did kill him at the end there. Mm. Yeah, but I just she didn't pull the trigger. Mm. She didn't like brutally like. She had the gun ready to go. You know, give her totally. She did. Yeah. You know, and she had the gun ready to go even when he walked in her place and all this other stuff when she took it from the mm. bell bonds yeah. glove compartment. Bell but door. and why would that have made it better for you? And I'm just I'm just saying this as a separate thought. Because if you go back. Like this was a movie that was made a long time ago that featured a prominent black woman mm. as the lead. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Tarantino, pretty woke yeah. for the oh, time. Yeah, for sure. You know for what sure. I mean? But you feel that she should have, is that just like a personal thing? Like, I, I yeah, just, I think it's just yeah. personal. I would have no. wanted her to kill him at the end. So mm-hmm. if, um, just more satisfying. Like, yeah, exactly. He did her dirty, like, she got him. Yeah. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. yes, she was doing his dirty work and right. passing down the money, but you know, she's only getting a certain cut of that, but she's taking most of the risk. Fair. The yeah. cop was in the building, though. I feel like if she shot him, that would have gone bad for her. A hundred percent. Yeah. It would have been... Then she's getting murder. charged for murder. Yeah. Right? When a cop... Like, when he does it, it's fine. Exactly. It's not fine, but, well, like, it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not fine. Murder's not cool. We don't Yeah, no, that. we don't condone like, murder. I mean, in well, films, yes. In yes. real life, no. No. Yes. <laughs> How about you, big man? What do you think? Uh, when I first watched it, I had it at a seven. And I kept it at a seven. Uh, I enjoyed it more the second time around, but uh, nothing really changed me. Uh, it went by faster, I noticed. I mean, the first time I was like, okay, this is a little long. I, that's how it is for Quentin Tarantino in general, like mm-hmm. uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when yeah. I first saw that one. A big yeah. buildup. It's, it's just, uh, you know, it's towards the end when fucking Leo brings up the fame car, just, you know, the buildup. So it's the same thing, yeah. Leo, Leo. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go 6.5. Nice. Okay. Yeah, just because, um, once again, you both started the show we said that it's better on the second time viewing this is my first time viewing and i did find myself kind of starting to wane at certain points mm-hmm. i just felt like i was pretty perceptive like i got the game i'm like okay let's yeah. let's bang it out now yeah. like let, let, let's get it going but i it's tarantino i'm gonna love it no yeah. matter what and i can see how he picked up 
tricks that he got from previous movies, like the ones he banged out already. And then he added some new ones here, like when they were really zooming in on the food and stuff, maybe think of Django with the beer oh, yeah. and the stuff or Glorious Bastards with like the whipped cream yeah. and all that. But yeah, I think this was like, it's better than like decent would be like five. I think it's slightly better than that. But I'm just trying to think long term, the movies that are going to be like big time. Coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just think salt together. Okay. Six and a half. You said seven. Seven. Okay. So that's 12 and a half. And you said eight and a half, so there we go. Twenty-one out of thirty. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, not good. bad for Jackie Chan. Yeah. The best and worst movie we've ever done. Yes, totally. Sir. Strong. Yeah. I think that was our first episode. Yeah. I think right so. On. There we go. Anything? Anybody? This is your time to get that clout. Well, get up a top ten on Parallel, bro. I did have to take a nap an hour into the movie. An hour in, I was getting super sleepy. <laughs> wow. You know how it is. So I just took a nap. Hour nap, ready to go. Did. Did you, did you click pause? <laughs> or like you woke up and you're still going there like, I got it, I got it, I know well, it's I good. I clicked pause. You're like, oh, he killed Lewis. <laughs> Wake up at the time, you're like, what the hell? No, 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 I clicked pause because I was like, I'm not going to not watch the movie, so. There you go. Fair. But I wrote that in my notes. I was like, yeah, I had to nap hour in. There you go. That's pretty standard for me, so. Yeah, I, I do enjoy a good cat nap. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to be done. So how can people support you, man? Is there like on this parallel thing, even though you haven't posted anything new in a while and you're due, can uh, they just go on and just give you all the likes and boost these numbers or what? Yeah, I mean, if they go to the website, they could just look up Zach Dyer and my profile should show up. There you go. Describe yourself. How do they know they're dealing with the right guy? I have long hair. <laughs> Sexy AF. How about you, Jocelyn? Um... I don't know. First of all, I just want to thank you guys for oh, you're welcome. Uh, getting together and doing this. I think this is going to be so much fun. I wasn't going to do it with anybody else. The second the idea came to my head, I go, because Jocelyn, I-, I was laughing with Zach. I go, okay, here's the deal with Jocelyn. I've only seen her up close like three <laughs> times in my whole life, but we at least shoot a message almost every day. Yeah. But it's all always like movie related or Hezbollah related yeah <laughs> <laughs> or it has something to do with like the pay-per-view fights too yeah nice. exactly nice. or like yeah. MMA or boxing yeah but but I know she's so in the fashion and movies especially Tarantino that I was like okay this is the right person and then Zach when you rolled into the gym I was like fuck we're talking about movies all the time anyway yeah you know what I mean? Like, like this perfect. whole week, he was rolling through. He's like, no, I gotta save it. I gotta save it. I have to save myself from talking with the Was that your hot take that you actually fell asleep halfway through? No, no, the hot take was a, the hesitation that, no hesitation that Michael Keaton just oh, blammed yeah. out Ordell. Like, that surprised me. I was yeah, like, man. Fuck, man. The Batman, bro. It was pretty slick. I, I mean, the Batman is pretty sly. Mm-hmm. Really into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is just... Pretty great. I'm super excited to do more of these. I know. Yeah. I'm ready to keep, like, uh, add to the list. I can't wait to do, like, a super shitty movie. Oh, that'll be fun, you too. You know, like a total dumper. Oh, like. see, I was about to say one, but I know you feel differently, and I didn't want to end on, like, you attacking me. If we were filming, if we were filming, and we could just freeze, like, very Stallone, like, she was just watching <laughs> at me. <laughs> but, um... Was it Don't Look Up? No, it's Hasha Gucci. Oh, how's, oh how's okay. Well, oh. no, I don't disagree with you. Oh, oh, it's, oh okay. it is not the world's best movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, don't look up. That's another one we need to do. Ridley yeah. Scott is past his prime. That's all I'll say. Yeah, and yeah, for me, I guess if anybody likes the podcast, 
they can come see us at 675 Archibald Street. There we go. Sweat Equity Fitness on the second floor. There we go. Or you can go get punched by Jocelyn's T-Rex arms on the main floor at CFC. <laughs> yeah. And rock and roll. Hopefully, we'll be back again with a new episode soon. What should be the next movie we're going to do? Zach, I think we're doing yours next. Yeah. Oh, Honey Boy. Honey, Honey I haven't Boy. seen it. I so. haven't seen it either. I Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yep. I, I love think, Shia LaBeouf. I was thinking about Peanut Butter Falcon earlier today. I, I just saw love the part where you're just like, I think we need a best friend's hatchet. Yeah, best friend's hatchet. He's like, why? He's like, and this is the greatest, most sincere reason why. Dudes, buds, friends. Oh. <laughs> and then he goes, a dude, bud, friend's handshake? All right. Like, That's cute. Shia LaBeouf, as a person, not a fan of all of his choices. He's but like, a little kooky, he, hey? Yeah, but yeah. like, you know what? With his acting, there's something there. Oh, for sure. He's a... He's a. He's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I, you yeah, can't not say that the dude is so smart. I fell in love with him, obviously, even Stevens. Right, and I think that's what a lot about that movie is about. His growing up on that show and his dad, his dad being a little bit brrr, like different. So, I mean, you can't put the total blame on someone when that's like their upbringing too, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, childhood is huge for a kid, right? It's, their, it their impacts everything. Save it for the next episode. Yeah, okay. Save it for the next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, these such great insights. We haven't even seen the movie. We haven't even seen it. We're already talking about it. No, I All love right. it. But Holes? Holes. Holes, like, see, I didn't really get into Holes. What's his name? I Stanley Yelnats. Was that, like, why that stuck in my brain? I don't know. But, like, him and Fury. Oh. I just really like the pairing of Shia LaBeouf, little brother, John Bernthal, big brother. Yeah. Just oh. John Bernthal, my man, Punisher, like, yeah. just, he's great in everything. And he's just, like, whenever I see he's in a movie, even if it's just in a smaller supporting role, I go, boom, sold. Do you know the movie uh, Wind River? I don't. I don't. You guys gotta watch that one. Okay. Oh shit! Well, that's what we gotta do. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, We're just thanks like everyone. Put this all in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. We'll see you for the next episode soon. Damn.